Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here today with the 46th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Today, we'll be going over a hand from a $3,500 buy-in WPT main event. And in this hand, as you can see, we are very deep stacked. I'm starting off with 40,000 chips at 50 and 100 blinds. So I've already chipped up from my 30,000 chip stack. But I wanted to show you how I do somewhat consistently chip up early in major tournaments. That being said, be careful. This stuff will get you in trouble. <laughs> so we have a raise from a random guy from the low jack seat. He has 25,000 chips. He raises to 350. So three big blind raise, three and a half big blind raise. Then a loose aggressive lady who has been fairly active so far, she three bets to 1,000. So I've been playing at this table for roughly 40 or 45 minutes, and I've realized that this lady is three betting a lot. So she probably read somewhere in a book that she needs to three bet with a wide range, or perhaps just even her entire playable hand range. And against players like that, you can apply a ton of pressure. And you do that by four betting preflop and then attacking them on the flop. I actually discussed this play thoroughly in my cash game book, uh, Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games. Volume two of that actually just came out, and you can check that out at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash cash two that's c-a-s-h then the number two and um, people people have been loving the book and i, I actually had do this play quite a few times and explain it thoroughly in that book so check it out so anyways 350 raise thousand call i'm going to be re-raising this or folding obviously i'm not calling with this queen three suited ever um, whenever you are bluffing you want to apply pressure so from the cutoff i re-raise to 2600 i want to make it clear you don't have to make it huge in this scenario, you'll see a lot of players make it 4,500 or something like that because they really want to maximize fold equity and force the loose aggressive lady to have a premium hand. But you're going to find that she is going to actually have a premium hand some percentage of the time. I mean, if she's three betting 20% of hands, she's going to have a nut hand maybe 25% of the time that she's three betting. So one in four or one in five times, you are going to be against that good hand. So it's not a great risk-reward ratio, plus your opponent could decide to bluff you, in which case you're obviously losing way more. Um, I guess I should make it clear. If I do get five bet in this hand, I have the queen three suited. I'm just going to fold. If someone min re-raises, so notice I made it 1,900 more. I think I made it 1,900 more. 350, 1,000. So I made it 600. She made it 650 more. Yeah, so I, I think I made it 19. I don't know what I made it. 1,600 more, I think. So if she was to make it 1,600 on top, I would definitely call. And try to take a flop in position. But besides that, I'm folding to the to a five bet. So notice that this actually handcuffs the initial raiser pretty well. The guy who put in 350, he has to have an overly premium hand to continue in this pot. Because he can't really call 2,500 out of position. You may think that he should be calling with stuff like middle pairs. And even good pairs like jacks, tens, nines, eights, but I think that would probably be a mistake because after the flop, if he checks, I'm just going to bet and he's going to have to fold unless he makes a set or unless he wants to try to run a big bluff. And you're going to find that no one wants to bluff off their stack in the first hour of a world poker tour event. That's just not what people do besides me, clearly. <laughs> so I think the initial raise you're going to have to fold a ton. And I do think the loose aggressive lady will call a pretty good amount of the time. The thing is, is that when she calls, she's often going to be check folding the flop. So this is a good spot for me. It may look like we're getting way too far out of line, but you have to realize that whenever I four bet, this is the action that's going to happen pre-flop almost every time, or everyone's going to fold and give me the pot. 
And the rare times I do get 5-bet, we can just get out of the way. So flop comes, jack 6-2, we have absolutely nothing. So we have a backdoor, backdoor flush draw, which is not worth a ton. The lady checks, and at this point I need to continue betting, just as I would bet all of my other premium hands, like pocket aces and ace-king and whatnot. Although ace-king's not really premium, but it's still acceptable. So she checks, I bet 2,800 into the 5,700 pot. And this is pretty much my standard bet in this scenario. I don't think I need to bet huge. Again, you'll see some players betting 5,000 to try to get their opponent to fold everything besides top pair better. But I don't think my opponent's going to call too often, even with a hand like pocket 10s. And with a jack, she's, of course, not folding, but I'm not trying to make my opponent fold a jack with this bet. I'm trying to get my opponent off all hands worse than a jack, and that really should be most of her range. So I like the 2,800 bets. And she does fold, and we pick up a nice pot with very little risk. And interestingly enough, after this hand, the guy who initially raised said that he folded pocket jacks, and it came jack 6-2, so he was losing his mind. He's like, oh, man, I would have stacked you for sure. And that's the other interesting thing about this, right, is that my opponents don't realize that they don't actually have the implied odds they think they do. I mean, sometimes I'm going to have aces when I make this play, but other times I'm going to have queen-3 suited. And if I have queen-3 suited, so my opponent decides to check-raise me on jack 6-2 with their top set, I'm just folding, right? And... By making this play, I steal a lot of the pots when the opponents don't have anything. And when they actually do have something, I'm not paying them off. And that's going to drastically decrease their implied odds on average. Of course, whenever I have aces, I still pay them off, so they have implied odds those times. But whenever I'm bluffing, they have no implied odds. And I actually do this play quite a few times, as I said, in my cash game book, volume two. I basically go through 100 hands that I played in live cash games. And you can go through there and actually quiz yourself as we as you read through it because it is set up in a quiz format. So definitely check that out, jonathanlittlepoker.com slash cash2. If you like playing deep stack poker or you want to get better at deep stack poker, that book is for you. Thank you very much for watching or listening, and I will talk to you next week.